Radio Free Cybertron. Transformers. Rewind. This week on Transformers Rewind, we're watching Transmutate. The royalty was right. It is useless. I approve. <laughs> Rampage and Silverbolt engage in the battle of emotion and will over a mentally simple, structurally deformed robot newly emerged from one of the last functioning stasis pods. They are your enemies. Join with me and destroy them. He lies. Predacons will only use you. We extend the hand of friendship. Silverbolt wants to befriend Transmutate and see her treated just as any other Maximal. The other Maximals are disturbed and concerned, however, and believe Transmutate should be placed back in long-term stasis for the safety of her and everyone around her. Rampage, meanwhile, feels Transmutate is a kindred spirit whose immense power he could manipulate to his own purposes. Do not speak. None shall hurt you now. Come with me. Come. Hurt. Yes, he is hurt. Badly. But I can help him. I must get him to the base to be repaired. And you too. Give him to me. I'll fly him to be repaired. Fly. Fly. Now, isn't that just prime? Time to go back to the Matrix, hero. Take care of Rampage. No. Let him be. For the moment, we are brothers. This is kind of a heavy episode, don't you think? Especially following up Code of Hero. Yeah. Well, and then wasn't Code of Hero directly after Bad Spark? Yeah, I think so. I mean, so you yeah, got so, I mean, three... You got, like, week after week after week, although I actually I think there was a break between Code of Hero and Transmutate, but, I mean, you know, three episodes in a row, it was it was some pretty dark stuff they're throwing at you again and again. Yeah. That's something that Beast Wars seemed to do a lot in that season, too. Um, something that they continued to hit on were these really deep and dark 
uh, themes that, you know, and this one definitely is no exception to it because it, it definitely did hit on some dark things that, I mean, not like incredibly dark, but just some, you know, some themes that were just, wow, this is a kid show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, when we talked about Bad Spark before, one of the things we realized about that is this was first run syndication, which had a lot looser rules on it. You know, with first run syndication pretty much dead for kids' cartoons, it's a lot less common to find anything on this level anymore. A, a network has to be really confident in a show to try to push it this far and, you know, still keep their sponsors happy at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Beast Wars really had a great thing going on with how it was presented because they could do things like Transmutate and Bad Spark and the gruesome death of one of the heroes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, this this is really complex stuff for a kid's show anyway because... You know, it's a really heavy psychological component between Silverbolt and Rampage, just in the forces they're representing in the story. Yeah, I mean, even Transmutate calls them friend dark and friend light or something like that. You know, some yeah. friend good yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah friend so, good and dark, I think. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's really it's hard for me to uh, talk about this just in a, a a really quick format because it, it can be examined just so deeply. But I mean, Rampage's whole motivation was because he feels like an outcast from all sides because of what the Maximals did to him a long time ago, and how Megatron treats him now. It, he's just he's a tool and weapon for him, and. You know, the opening scene of the episode where Rampage is trying to get his the core of his spark back from Megatron just kind of goes to establish that again. Yeah, I mean, I think he's kind of in a desperate place in which, you know, he doesn't he, he doesn't really have an out. You know, Megatron's literally holding the cards for him. Um, he doesn't feel like he belongs anywhere, and yet he has all of this. I think there's a very telling point at which he's sort of trying to egg... Transmutate into you know killing, I think it was killing Silverbolt, and he you know talks about channeling all of your rage and and whatever into it, and I think you get a glimpse into Rampage in that way because you kind of see where he's coming from, you know personally on that level that he does have all of this anger and frustration and that he's you know venting it towards you know whatever it is he's being pointed at or, or whatever it is in front of him. One of the things that when I finally got around to watching Beast Force that uh, really you know impressed me immediately is that yes all the all the villains are far more complex than just about any other Transformers show I think I've ever watched mm-hmm. yeah I agree with that well look at look at Megatron's base motivation you know his entire motivation is to reinsert the Predacon Empire which to this point and at this point in Transformers history is basically just existing under the foot of maximal rule. You know, they are the social outcasts. Um, and this group of Predacons that he puts together is really a ragtag group of, uh, you know, Predacons. Yeah. yeah, and misfits and things that he puts together. Um, so it's not it's not this clear-cut story of good versus evil like we were used to in the sort of Decepticon-Autobot war that we saw you know, out of the the original series, it is much more complex, and I think that this this episode typifies that complexity because you see one of your characters that's typically considered to be a bad guy trying to befriend and find a common 
ground with this character, as well as Silver Bolt, and not to be counted out, because, again, Silver Bolt is still trying to find his way in the Maximal world, because right. he had started out as a Predacon and was, um, <clears throat> I think, in his own way, feels a little bit of an outcast, um, you know, from the group because of, like, the ethics that he holds and not being part of this group originally. Yeah. And Silverbolt is still relatively young, and that shows in the character development. You know, he's in a real naive place still, where he thinks that anybody can be given another chance to mm-hmm. find their goodness. Which you know, that comes back next season again. But um, <laughs> you know, it comes back case, in a big way in Beast Machines. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that, thematically, I that mean, comes back in a huge way for him in Beast Machines. But. Yeah, I mean, that ends up being a recurring theme <clears throat> for Silverbolt. But in this case, you know, the judgment is not there to see that, okay, this this just cannot work this way. Yeah. You know, no matter what, Transmutate was not going to be long for that world, whether it was back in stasis or being destroyed. Yeah. 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 Well, you you talk about how these guys were, you know, like, um, they're all, you got Silverbolt, and and they're... That both of the, these characters that are trying to get transmutate to, you know, join their side are kind of in a, you know, they're in a precarious way. It's almost typified by the fact that that uh, transmutate is also in that position as well because both sides seem to reject transmutate in certain ways. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Megatron's like it doesn't tra- it doesn't transform. Get rid of it. And then you know the. The, the Maximals are like, well, you know, we should put it in stasis to protect itself because it's got so much power and it, you know, but it, it was just kind of like, it makes you sad. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I'm sad yeah. with this character. That, it's just like, oh It's really one of the things <laughs> that makes this episode hard for me to watch because except for Rampage and Silverbolt, both sides are really just objectifying Transmutate and not really addressing her as an individual. Yeah. Right. Which, you know, simple as she is, she is still a person by their standards, yeah. or should yeah. be considered a yeah. person by their standards. Yeah. Um, and even Rampage, I think it's borderline, because he's still, he's seeing her the same way Megatron sees him, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. She's a force to be unleashed, but one that would be at his but control controlled. instead of Megatron's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a certain element of that, for sure. We ought to point out from a production point of view that um, Transmute was voiced by uh, Susan Blue. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's kind of and interesting. That's why you get the uh, Great Aunt RC reference. Right. Too. Yep. Who, uh, who at this point was doing the voice directing for the series, but yeah, yeah. she jumps on.